right. Is this thing on? Yes, of course it's on. Well, yeah, I, I see it's on, but did you hit record? Because last time you didn't hit record. Well, yeah, man, because last time there's a whole bunch of stuff. Hello, comrades. Welcome to the Ignorance Manifesto. Mark the Bear here. And Ryan the Raccoon. And together we are your humble podcast hosts. So without further ado, let's get right to it. Hell yeah. All right. What happened this week? What happened? One thing that that I loved was... uh, Tour de France fiasco. Dude, I, I kid you not. I, I saw that video, and I just fucking started laughing. <laughs> Man, dude, when you sent that video to me, I I was like, I I saw it happening a mile away, and I was like, geez, god damn it. Like, why would why do we have to fuck this up? Like, <laughs> the moment that we're all allowed to, like, do shit, and it's like, all right, here's the big... Let's get, let's get it right let's in front of the, the crowd's camera. back, yeah. <laughs> dude, and... um. So I I, uh, I watched it several times just because I was like, you know what, did did that guy take a dive? Realistically, like, did he take a dive? Because he just hit the gal's arm. Like, but dude, you're on those little bike. I mean, not little. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I saw I saw it, and I I saw like, yeah, he hit her arm, but that turned the wheel, those skinny ass wheels, and yeah, I was like, okay, I see it. I, yeah, yeah, all right, I'm sorry, <laughs> man. That's massive fucking pile up i was i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie i fucking laughed i was gonna say if you're going fast that's it's it's easy to just like get you know turned but then again it was in the beginning so yeah i don't know they were all they were all riding together i guess maybe to to get out of that beginning i guess before they right right yeah yeah. how many people fell down did did you did they say or because there was a bunch yeah no yeah there's (laughs) It was a fucking group of them. Just... But the videos were quite impressive. I mean, what do you think? Like, like 150 bikers, something like that. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many are on there. <laughs> it looked like two thirds of them fell. It was it was only it was only that small section on the outside of where that that woman was. Right. Uh, that didn't fall. And I, I think like as they went the, as they went along, I think everybody stopped and waited for everybody to come, you know, get up and join oh, the is race. that what happened? I, think, I didn't I, even. I believe that's what I read happened. They uh, didn't do a restart. I think a restart would have been. The, yeah, I think so too. That would have been too involved though. It's like, all right, everybody stop. That was a fake out. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna line up again. Do this like take thirty minutes to do. Can you but... imagine? Could you imagine like being the face of that? Like. <laughs> Oh man! It was thought she left the country. God damn it! Like that's crazy. So they caught her, but they didn't press charges on her. They, uh, yeah, I believe they caught her in France. Uh, they. I mean, why didn't they catch her right then and there? She was there. (laughs) Well, I mean, you wouldn't see it until I guess you review you reviewed the footage. I mean, she probably dipped like right at like as soon as she saw everybody like falling. It was like oh, in the chaos, she just like escaped, snuck out (laughs) real quick. Threw off several articles of clothing, you know, just oh, tried to geez. change her appearance. Oh, I, I think I would. That's embarrassing. I don't know. I mean, yeah, uh, 
I guess I had to think about it. Like if I was in that position, what, what was the chaos like in real life? Like right there, you know, I think that's the only way it could be like, all right, I got to dip out. Yeah. <laughs> There's too much going on. No one notices me. I'm out. Yeah. But, but, uh, but yeah, I think, I think in the end, I, I don't, I don't think the tour de France is like charging her. I think they wanted to, but maybe they were just like looking for an apology or something, which I'm sure she felt embarrassed. That clip's going to live on though. <laughs> so. Yeah. But yeah, at the same time, I, I don't think that that merited, you know, I guess going to jail for getting. A yeah, I don't fine. think so. It's just silly. It was, it's silly. It's too soon. It's, it's like the first one of the one of the first events where we're all like allowed to go to and shit. Whereas everything else was, you know, so it's like the first time crowds exist. It's like, well, fuck it. People don't know how to behave yet. <laughs> yeah, that's OK. Um, so uh, Mark went to Tennessee recently. Went to Nashville. Yep. Nashville. And I was just thinking, I mean, because thinking of the Tour de France, the, the, the accident, we did. I don't know if Gus told you, but we did run into we had a couple close calls on the road and one of them involved one fucking moron like going on the shoulder like just speeding right across us and there were two there was an suv and a car right in front of us next to each other we're going the highway like 75 80 and this fucking car just goes right around goes around the shoulder because it said fuck that like i don't care about lanes scared the guy on the right who swerved and clipped the guy on the left oh, hell. like just barely tapped him so the guy on the left in the suv he flips le- or, or like turns left real quick and it looks like he's about to start fishtailing and we're right behind both of these fuckers. It's like, Oh, fuck. oh no. so then like they, they did a little do 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 like a little dance on the road. And then they both pulled off to their respective shoulders, the left and the right. And we just went right through. But what about that guy that caused he it? He took, took off. off. He just went, he didn't give a fuck. Like it was just bullshit, man. We were both oh, Gus and I were just ass. like, yeah, it was fucking mess. So that's like, you know, back to the Tour de France. It's like all it takes is one little touch and poof, you start yeah. fishtailing you're out, especially on those little bikes. But I mean, you, you guys were like on the, the interstate highway, like right. in between those major cities. So, I mean, yeah. speed limit there is like typically 70, but people go like 80. No, nah, it's like 75. It's OK, 75 hey. speed limit. So, yeah, people are going about 80 or, or so. But this guy just what an asshole. But otherwise, the trip was cool. Nashville is pretty cool bachelorette city like so many fucking ba- i never knew that i never knew that bachelorette's go-to trip is nashville because that's where they're all at you know like guys think we- it's like vegas or something well right? no that's so that's for guys right guys like to go to vegas for a bachelor party so you know as a bachelor trip because you got to casinos gambling oh yeah i guess you casino strip clubs all that but nashville appears to be the bachelorette city of choice and that is something i did not know and that i just learned which is cool so, so what did you experience? So any, yeah, any single men, if you're if 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 you're looking for anything, go to Nashville because you're gonna find a bunch of crazy ass bitches. Like we saw some of them, <laughs> <laughs> like a group of them at the at the end of the night, just, just sitting on the side of the road with their heads like on their hands, just hung, you know, just trash. Yeah, too drunk, like, <laughs> too drunk. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. But one of them, uh, I ran into one where we did like a little, or they were doing like a scavenger hunt, and I had a red shirt on. So she came up to me. She said, "Hey, will you, will you twirl me?" Like we had to dance with her. I guess it was part of her thing. And so I did that, like right there in the middle of the alley, just you know, twirled her, you know, got her, and all the girls were like, "Yeah, yeah," like going all crazy. No, it was a fun time. It was an absolute fun time. Like 
it's wild. It, it is wild right there on, on Broadway Street. But otherwise, like the city itself, it's real chill, real cool. I liked it. Had good vibes out there. Just nice. felt really good. Yeah. See, uh, while you uh, while you guys were on the road, Hannah and I were also on the road. We went, although we stayed in Texas. Right. Uh, yeah. We went to Brenham, checked out the Bluebell Creamery. Nice. How was that? Dude, that's actually, it's really cool. Um, Do they give you samples and shit? Do they have any like exotic flavors that they don't sell in stores or anything? Well, they, ha- they have a lot to choose from and... I would say yes. You probably wouldn't see all the flavors that they offer at the grocery store. Really? Yeah. So they do have some. Off- there's, yeah, there's a few that that may have, let's say, limited seasons in store. Right. But yeah. um, I think they always have them there at at the creamery itself slash gift shop. So um, and the bad the badass thing about it is and oh hold real quick for those who don't know Bluebell is the ice cream of choice here in Texas. Oh, so I don't know I I don't know how widespread there's it is. There's no other comparison to bluebell <laughs> there ice cream. There isn't. No. I don't know I don't know what the rest yeah. of the country <laughs> eats yeah. or does bluebell go across state lines? I don't know. I, is it I really, feel, is it like Whataburger? is it like a southern thing? <laughs> I think so. I think it is. But anyways, no, just, bluebell just a little thing. Bluebell ice cream the if you ever down. It is so fucking good yep. and I'm lactose intolerant so like <laughs> I had no business being there. No, yeah. But um, the badass thing is, well, for one thing, they have a pretty neat gift shop. It's pretty cool. They have some uh, some really cool knickknacks and stuff, and uh, it was it was big enough to where you could find some very diverse things. And it's not like the things for uh, these knickknacks were like you know cheap, you know nonsense. They're actually pretty quality, and everything was really nice. Almost like a like a Cracker Barrel gift shop, right? So it's oh, okay. it's it's not it's not too big. But it's not too small. It's extensive enough to where there's going to be some quality things, you know, among the like the keychains and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So yeah, uh, gift shop was very cool. However, the the creamery that they offer for um for the guests, they it's a dollar a scoop. A dollar a scoop. A dollar a scoop, and it's a big ass scoop. Man, dude. that's not bad at yeah. all. <laughs> so yeah, they they have like a a ton of flavors that you can choose from, and uh, no, it's a it's it's a it's a cool way to spend, you know. Uh, hour an hour and a half especially if you're on route to yes. let's say all like to austin or you know some of the surrounding like bigger cities it, it's a it's a cool it's a cool stop uh during your trip to one of those places yeah i've always wanted to go like i, I and you know i know we pass you know many times pass through brenham but and, and i'd see it and it's like man i gotta stop there one day so that's that's cool that y'all went it's a cool small town as well um when we left and we were um uh, trying to get uh, get our way back onto um the freeway we passed by you know some small neighborhoods and then more importantly we passed by like their main street so we got to see like all of you know the buildings down main, main street and just to kind of see like i guess the you know that the central heart of of brenham yeah. and has that small town feel to it you know like a really cool place that you would want to own like a cafe right, you know, yeah. on a Saturday and just like to really like try to pull out everybody that's all this, you know, people that are in Burnham as small as their population may be. It, it feels like it'd be a cool place to start a business and then grow with the city. You know? Right. Yeah. That's the kind of feel I had. In Is Burnham. it kind of like New Braunfels? I think it's New Braunfels. Maybe, where they maybe. have like the town square kind of thing. Or is it just like one straight road through? It was then... one straight road. Okay. Um. Yeah. New Braunfels is a little more built up. Got it. Yeah. All right. Brenham, uh, I guess a little more like classic small town vibe to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Brenham. Brenham's really Brenham's really cool. 
But yeah, we were on the road to go to Austin. We just wanted to do a day trip. So yeah, at the Brenham, we got to Austin and found a parking spot uh, somewhere off of 6th Street. Well, we weren't on 6th Street, but we parked like some some street that was you know, adjacent to it. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to tell you, man, like, it was sketchy. <laughs> and granted, and it was like 2 p.m. So it was still like daytime outside. And like, yeah, but it shouldn't be sketchy at 2 p.m. Like, I, I don't know. I don't remember it being so sketchy that. At, well, it, it it definitely had its sketchy moments, but it's, it's like one of those sketch areas. Okay, so it's it's like uh, when you're in New Orleans and you're going to Bourbon Street, everybody's there. It's packed, you know, and that's typically how Sixth Street is too. But during the night, right? So like when there's that many people around you, you feel safer, just mm-hmm. because I, no crazy shit can like really pop off because you know there's tons of witnesses everywhere. Right, but, but like, no, but still, crazy shit always happens. Yeah, or not yeah. always, but, but you know, it like, definitely those are like, Those are like altercations, physical fights and altercations, you know, verbal altercations. And there stuff. would be those. I've seen that in the in the middle of the night of all that madness. But like 6th Street at 2 p.m., you just see like questionable characters, you know, like definitely homeless people, but maybe those that are not homeless, but are, how do I put this? In that street mentality. Oh, right? I, I I know what you're talking about. Those uh, man, there was a, there was a name for it. We even called it that. It's like the, oh, fuck. What do you call it? It's like the grunge, grunge kids or something like the grunge yeah. crew. It's like they're they're they don't have to be homeless, but they're acting homeless. Yes, like they, yeah, <laughs> they they're they're just fuck. What it's, is that? It's term? like they it's like they have they have some idea of what Austin is, and it's yeah, it's this this grungy thing uh, almost like maybe like a venice like gutter know? punks i think that's what it, gutter punks i don't know like, i think I, that sounds that th- sounds right i mean that's kinda, the best yeah, way to kinda, describe yeah. it like that's that's what's coming to my mind but yeah those those and not kids we shouldn't say kids but you know i guess very young adults or that probably even in their late teens like maybe they're not even 18 sometimes but and they could be but i swear to god they look like they're uh, late 30s or early 40s just because like you know that they all they do is drink smoke and do drugs <laughs> yeah so it was littered with gutter punks yeah in the middle of the day yeah it yeah it just didn't it didn't feel safe i mean we got to the bar and you know we uh, we had a you know, a good time. We just had some beers after being on the road and had a badass burger. So, I mean, that that was fine. That uh, there was no sketchiness like within the club itself. But you know, just uh, walking on the streets. You know, just I I don't like having to be so alert, or I <laughs> I, I don't like having to feel I have to be like on alert. I guess. All right. Um, yeah, I hear that. And uh, you want to do it by choice, right? If you want to ride a motorcycle, you know you're going to have to be alert for that. So yes. you choose to do that right. versus why am I so suspicious about everybody around me yeah. at 2 p.m. in the middle of the day yeah, precisely. <laughs> in the city? So yeah. I, I, I don't like experiencing like just that type of anxiety really when I'm traveling, but I, I normally do. So maybe it's just me. Who knows? But no, Are you uh, just being paranoid? <laughs> but yeah, we, uh, we wanted to go to the Capitol and stuff like that. But uh, it was really hot. And just after seeing the characters like walking around, like, yeah, let's not do that. Instead, we went to like a mall and 
<laughs> this mall, I swear, it was like the quality of, if anybody's from Houston, they'll, they'll understand this. It, it, it was like the quality of an Alameda mall. <laughs> oh, man. It's like, like weird, like weird shops that were oddly similar to like the bigger brand names, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Like like the the off brand GameStop whatever it was called in there yeah you know? <laughs> although those are pretty like that one they can't, yeah they can be cool yeah, yeah they they had like a bunch of old school shit like things that you couldn't find GameStop wouldn't offer like from SNES and any like they they would pull some yeah it, it, it could be pretty interesting but I was gonna ask what era of Almeida Mall like current day Almeida Mall or back when it was cool when we were going like for the arcade and shit. I don't even know if the arcade still oh, exists. Oh no, 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 no. Um, <laughs> maybe like, uh, maybe like current era, or even like you know, two thousand last two, five years, two thousand everything in the last ten years. Yeah, ten years. All right. Because yeah, no, there was nothing cool like an arcade. There, uh, Almeida Mall used to used to go hard. Like I remember when I yes. like when I was. <laughs> Uh, a kid playing Yu-Gi-Oh, like when that was big, and oh, like yeah, they yeah, would yeah. have they would have a, a a cool meetup spot in the area. It, I swear, anybody's from Houston, you're gonna know exactly what the fuck we're talking about. Um, it's it's, it's, it's that Yu-Gi-Oh. it's that area it's it's that area where the visible changes is. I think visible changes is still there. There was a a corner of Alameda Mall uh, where Visible Changes is. There used to be a uh, comic book store that yes. sold Pokemon cards, and they sold like probably Magic the Gathering cards. And there was like a what, KB Toys yes. next to it. Yeah, yep. it's like uh, right at the end by like the I think what is it the JC Penney or something was the big store at that cor- at that end. Yeah, probably. Uh, I think it's like a Burlington's now though. Oh, okay, but. Uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Why is Burlington's in every like beat down, run down like shit mall? <laughs> But uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, they had uh, kids gather there, and at the time, it it was like um, a little fixture with some plants and stuff. Now it's just like floor, you know. Okay. But there used to be like a, a some type of fixture there with ledges and then uh, several layers of plants and stuff. But yeah, the kids used to meet there and used to play uh, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Nice. And I was I was young, and it was the first time I got hustled, and uh, I lost. <laughs> I lost uh I lost a uh time wizard. Oh shit. So y'all play and like play for cards? Yeah. Is that how the game naturally works? Is that you It's not no 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 uh but you can do that. I got it. Yeah, yeah and like I wasn't I, I went in too inexperienced. Damn, you got schooled. Yeah, I got schooled. Uh, but hey, that was a learning moment. That was a learning moment. Yeah. I I, I remember I played Pokemon. Uh I did I did play the Pokemon card game for a while. And it wasn't Alameda Mall, but it was in Baybrook. They they held some Pokemon tournaments. And it was like right there at one of the ends of the food court. And I played in one of those tournaments. And my cousin was all excited about me like because I'd, I'd win like the first and the second round. But then I got I got trashed by somebody. All I, all, all I was getting was like energy cards. I was like, I need the Pokemon, though. Like, all I got is this shit. Like, fuck, I screwed up my deck. Like, but it was fun. Yeah. I collected the Pokemon cards. Not once did I play the actual game. No, no, no. I got them like specifically to play them, and then I started collecting. You know, saving one of each one in a binder, and I still have it. I have that binder, and I had them all. Like they're all lined up in number order, numerical order. Yeah. So every sleeve's got like nine cards front and back, and I have a lot of cards of those. So I need to see how much that shit's worth. Yeah. Probably not that much. I never got the fucking holographic Charizard. My friend did. Probably trashed it. He's probably beating himself up because it's like what five thousand dollars or something. Yeah, like it's a few dude. grand. It's so wild. Oh, and if you have a first edition, yes, yeah, you. That's a 
hell of an investment. Isn't it weird how we put this high value on shit like that? Like on, on a car on cards, right? They don't have any it's just paper, it's cardboard, but we put so much value on it. I mean, just like anything else, I mean art or whatever. Yeah. But it's only within that that group. It's only, it only within it, the it group. only has it only has value within the, that context. The people the, the put pe- the value on that as a, as a collective whole, right? Yeah, I mean, so you could go up to anybody on on the street and say like, "Here is a holographic first edition Charizard." And half the more than half the people wouldn't know like, what the well, fuck I, you're I talking about. I don't want that. You know, the guy could go, or you know, we could go up to somebody. He's like, "Here, you know, here's the Charizard. Uh, I'll give this to you for twenty bucks." Or like, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll give this, I'll sell you this uh, Charizard for twenty bucks. I need twenty bucks. Yeah. You know, how many people would be like, what? I don't want this like card for twenty dollars. Like, right? I'm not gonna give you twenty dollars just for a stupid card. Unless you know, like, then you come across a collector. They're gonna. F- he's like, oh, he'll be like, yeah, fuck it, yeah, I'll take it, and then just be like, ha, loser, and the fucking run off. Like, <laughs> He'll be too nervous even trying to play it cool in the beginning because he's like, holy shit, is he really giving me that shit for $20? Like, yeah, does he not be know like, what Yeah, I want to get the fuck out of here. What are you talking about? <laughs> but yeah, so it, it it's only within that ni- that niche. That niche? Yes. Niche. Yeah, I know we've that, heard this you know, before. Like this, this niche. That niche group. Yeah. Niche. Niche. I think it's niche. It, it only holds value with within those people. Or for anyone who knows because the moment some like there are the just like a collector general type person <laughs> who knows what groups, you know? So uh, it, uh, not that that adds that many more people to the group, but it's also those people too. People who know value of collectible shit yeah. in general. But so we put all this value on it. Why? How, who drives that? Why it, it like, I know this 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 gets related to and I think this is kind of like a perfect segue into like the stock market like just like stocks in general like we put vol- value on a particular company or yeah, whatever. You talk about cryptocurrency? Man, and then <laughs> cryptocurrency, dude, we're going yeah, that's what I'm saying like it just on anything, even on money itself, our dollars worth more than your dollar or something. You know, like we sh- Oh yeah. Like how how does <laughs> how does all that work? Like I don't get it. So I, I, I'd like there, to there, you to, just tr- trust the, the just, system, trust the system. You trust the system. <laughs> and the system is what? It's like people. It's people. It's not real. It's, it's not it's real. What is it? Why can't man? All right. So for at least sticking with the simple example of the Charizard card, there are no more being made. So there's that. Now we have a finite qu- uh, quantity of. Of those first generation, like uh, first. Yes. Uh, first generation Charizard. From the very like first like, set of cards that were produced when the game began. Right. So that makes sense. So we have a finite quantity of this because none of them are being made anymore of these Charizard cards. So at that point, now there's only there's a limited supply in circulation in this, you know, economic realm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of, of people. And they all value this and everybody wants wants to have it. So that makes sense, but what about like with fucking like with money and shit? Like all we do is create more. It's not like there's a finite number of this stuff. I think with stocks you have like shares, but then it it, it gets it gets stupid because like shares are created or lent out, and then all of a sudden we're in this fucking like lending system of like 
you know, give me one dollar now and I'll pay you two dollars later. And where the fuck does that two dollars come from? Oh God, yeah, you know, like what? So I know I just opened up I mean, like that, a whole can of worms with this. That's money created, at least interest. <laughs> <laughs> but where does it come from? Like, I, and then, uh, man, dude, that shit boggles my mind. Like the way the stock market's been going for the last like, you know few weeks it fucking has to for uh, the amount that we're gonna start spending so then what does that mean to the actual value like why can we still buy like how come inflation hasn't really hit or has it hit and we're just not noticing it doesn't seem to be keeping up pace with the amount of money that's being created well to a certain degree you can look at some dollar menus and notice you know subtle changes i mean that, that that's a good indicator um there's a there's yeah. a thing called the big mac index where it attracts you <laughs> know uh prices of big macs across the world uh you know from country to country and you can see where you know your country ranks on like how much a uh a big mac costs relative to the u.s dollar oh really yeah wait so but what is that measuring is it just measuring that country's currency versus the dollar Realistically, it's just me it's measuring like the it's measuring the value of it. It, it kind of implies a um, it implies an idea of where a country's currency is in terms of worth. Right. Okay. Right. So the Big Mac index is just something that is so. What, what do I say? It, it's so distinct. It's it's a uh, McDonald's Big Mac. Everybody knows the name, right? right. It's just like. Uh, a universal thing, and uh, it it's, just kind of puts like, like a commodity. It it, uh, it throws a commodity into that mix. Kind of like the, the the waffle. So you can visualize it. The waffle house alert thing, or the I think it's called the waffle house index. You know what I'm talking about? Like whenever a major disaster happens, they determine how bad of a disaster it is based on the number of waffle houses that are still open. Have you heard of that? What? <laughs> yeah. No. No, this is a real thing. The Waffle House Index, I think, is what it is. Like, for example, like if a hurricane, you know, hits, right? If they, 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 they <laughs> <laughs> this is a real what thing. Is, like, if Waffle House is still like, if Waffle House is still open, then it's not that bad. You know, the number, the number of Waffle House locations because they never close apparently. <laughs> This oh, is real. Yeah, that's hilarious. But I wonder if that's if if, if that's kind of like the same thing. Like, well, I guess with the Big Mac thing, Big Mac index is more on focus on the price itself, right? But um, no, the Waffle it just reminded me of that, the Waffle House index. So like the Big Mac index, it, it's a it's a Big Mac, like you know, it, it's a it's a product, right? We how much does it cost like here in the states? Maybe like uh, five bucks for just a sandwich? No fucking way! It's not five bucks, is it? I don't know. I haven't been to McDonald's in a while. Yeah, There's no could, way it's five bucks. It's got to be like three something. Just for the sandwich? I think. Okay, so maybe, maybe the meal is what like is like five ninety five or something. Or maybe that's like six or seven. I don't know. Man, fuck, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's been a while since I've been to <laughs> McDonald's. Just because, you know, trying to cut back on the junk food. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but I uh, still just don't go there. I go to Jack in the Box. I don't have a, I don't have a McDonald's nearby. <laughs> that's why. McDonald's better than Burger King. Fuck Burger King. Uh, anyway, got off on a tangent. Um, let's get back to uh. So the Big Mac index, it, uh, yeah, a universal product that most people in most countries would recognize, mm -hmm. and it's essentially you know you can just you just see how like where the Big Mac 
fits in terms of value within each country's, you know, uh, money pool and the got it so like but the ranking is it ranking how more expensive or less expensive it is in every country like do they do they um normalize it for example if we look at uh, look at the big mac in in mexico or something and it's so many pesos do we then convert that to dollars and see how much that is and then rank it okay that makes sense uh uh, yeah, it, it'll show it'll show you how much a Big Mac is currently going in country X, and then you you can see how that compares to what okay what it would cost in Mexico versus in U.S. dollars. Right. right? So then you can see like uh, how that differs. And so what does that tell us? Like whenever you get that price, that figure, if it's more expensive in another country, what does that mean? Or if it's less expensive, what would that mean? Who um. Just the overall weight that, let's say, a piece of currency in uh, in a country holds. It's like uh, the euro is notoriously known for being more valuable than the dollar. But why would it have to be? I mean, because if we normalized it back to the dollar. So going back, I guess looking at the at the Mexico, let's say it's and I don't know peso conversion, but. If it's whatever number of pesos it costs in, in in Mexico for a Big Mac, and then you convert that, and now you find out that's actually nine U.S. dollars that I would have to pay in pesos for a Big Mac in Mexico. Like, why would it be more expensive there? What does that mean, or what does that tell us? Because I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that's strictly tied to the currency exchange rate. I guess. You know. Uh, yeah. Uh, well. Well. F- if we're talking about Mexico, it would be in the other direction. So, like, we'd probably find out that a uh, Big Mac in the in Mexico would probably be two fifty. No, I, I don't think so. I don't think that's necessarily true. I think I think fast food over there is actually a little bit more expensive than getting like local shit over there. Like, like for yeah, your dollar over there in pesos doesn't get you as much Big Mac as it does here. <laughs> okay, well, in that case, we I think we'd have to first look into any type of duties that, uh, I don't know, like, corporation like McDonald's would have to pay to even operate in Mexico. Maybe Perhaps there's a local tax on those type uh, of operations. Yes. You know, So if there's anything like that, boom, the, the, the price is going to increase on the right. product itself. And also, man, that, that, that would be like the, the driving factor. I, I don't... Wait. So I, then, I'm this hes- th- this isn't uh, uh this isn't like a supply demand like type thing. This becomes a bias index, I think, because McDonald's is a U.S. corporation, right? So now there's actually more costs in operating in other countries. Is that generally true? I mean, right? <laughs> no, I, I don't see. That's why I'm I'm hesitant to, I guess, to assume that okay, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, those uh, uh those parameters. We're making uh, some big jumps here, guys. Like, I don't know. Like, we're going to some... <laughs> <laughs> we're going to some weird shit here. Oh, well, fuck it. Why, why I not? like Let's, it. I uh, like it. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm hesitant to, to accept those per, uh, those parameters. But, I mean, I think generally speaking, if, if, US con- if a U.S. company is willing to go outside of the states, I would think that there's some type of fin- financial incentive, right, to do so. Right. So, uh, w- one company... Uh, like Ford or Chevy moving, uh, moving some opera uh, plant operations to Mexico. And presumably mm-hmm. like there's, there's some, uh, some type of savings that are occurring for them to actually like 
you know move move their production down there it has to be cheaper yeah um but the thing with uh mexico and if it is the case that a big mac actually in, in dollar terms actually costs more in mexico then it would to me that would that would signal that there's something that they're you know they have to import that costs more money there's right. you know, more like uh tariffs from mexico um or even the local government in mexico uh you know that could be a thing maybe it's harder to get a certain ingredient into mexico yeah um and then you know those costs are going to have to like uh get thrown onto the consumer uh in in some fashion you know and and yet it's still profitable for them to do that oh it it have to be yeah it's like there's still the demand but so what in in total what does that tell us across the board like for the globe like what does the big mac index tell us on that uh, on that price uh, like okay so, <laughs> so so don't think that the big mac index is like is like something that is I know. you know like this <laughs> it's... uh just super serial super serious yes, thing yes, yes. you know that uh economists like uh, to and fro are going to like you but know But somebody quote. who created it for a reason yeah, right I mean, gotta, it's it's more what's... so like it's for it's 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 fun and you like you get a visual on on just how each currency has different purchasing power. And so yeah. like it gives you, it gives you the commodity. It gives you the big Mac. Everybody knows the big Mac. It's a thing. And you get, to, it's just a visual representation on like, you know, how much they, I guess the country values a big Mac, how much people are willing to pay. And that's got how, it. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, in other countries, let's, let's say, uh, a richer country than the United States, maybe like Switzerland, you know, those types of Northern European countries, mm-hmm. um, uh, Norway or something like that. Are they richer than us? I don't know. I'm asking. I, I, I want to say on a per capita GDP basis. Oh, okay. I don't think, I don't think so, but I think, I think, yeah, I have to look into that claim, right, but, um, right. but just, all right, just generally, so sorry you're so okay so like their currency okay let me me just make an easier example the european union the euro Mm -hmm. um one euro will go further in the united states than you know in the european union because the the euro is is worth more than the dollar all right so so it's cheaper for europeans to come travel to the u.s for them it's a cheaper vacation yeah but not by much okay you know yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's it's still pretty close mm-hmm. but i mean this gets into like weird territory because I, i'm sure you've heard like uh nationals in mexico tend to come to the united states to shop for clothing because yeah it's it's cheaper here yeah and so like that uh that's always struck me as odd uh, that's so, kind of like, but it goes back to the McDonald's thing too. Like, I that's why I think the Big Mac is probably more expensive in Mexico than it is here. I think it's related, but yes, I've heard that. I've heard that it's cheaper to get clothing here than and it is in Mexico. I, I wonder what I wonder why that is. And this, like, it it's always going to make me like consider what what type of duties do these com- companies have to pay to get it imported into their country? Yeah, I mean. I thought like Mexico would probably not even like bother, you know, <laughs> like throwing on a tax into anything like incoming just because like overall other people are nowhere near as rich as, uh, as United States. 
Wait, but is it is it necessarily that they put a tax on importing or is it the tax that they would have to pay from the exporting country? Aren't there export taxes as well? Oh. So like if we're sending stuff down to Mexico like because they want Well, okay, well, no, no, how no, does no, that no, work? Uh, I don't so know. No, if uh, if Mexico was importing some Chinese goods, it would if any if anything if any type of tax was placed on the on the export, it would be on China's side. So like China would impose an export an export tax on the Chinese firms. Oh, okay. You know, like so so that would be ah. that would be paid there. But even still, if that if that is the case, China has that cost is gonna go somewhere. Oh, you know okay, that, yep, that cost. Yep. Is, okay, so now that good is more, uh, more expensive. Like boom. And if it is the case that Mexico also places an import tax, like on the mm-hmm. on on the Mexican firm, that cost is gonna get placed somewhere. It's, yeah. You know, they're not just gonna eat it. Right. So why would it be cheaper here than there? I honestly think it's cheaper there, like in in Mexico. Like the, if we're talking about a Big Mac, uh, no, let's go back to the clothing. <laughs> I'm thinking about Big Macs. Uh, as far as now July. for the clothing, I, I like I think it's more for like brands because I think they have clothing that's cheaper because they make it or whatever. You know, like I like Levi's or something are, pro- are probably more expensive in Mexico than they are here, but. You can also go to a town in Mexico or even a city like the market and get cheaper clothes that are not branded. Like they're not from a company. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I think it's specifically brand stuff is, is what this only applies or generally applies to. But what's wild to me is when we, when we talk about clothes for, for the Mexican nationals that would come to the United States to shop for, you know, name, name brand clothing. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's the if it's the case that um, uh, that the dollar is worth much more than the peso, therefore the peso would not go as far in the U.S. as a U.S. dollar. Why it's it why it's still cheaper for a Mexican national, you know, to come in with U.S. dollars to buy the clothing that they want in U.S. dollars. Wait, hold on, say that again. Okay, now you got me thinking because okay, so the 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 Mexican peso. In the United States, you know, when you when you convert the money, you know, you're buying U.S. dollars, and it goes a lot less. It's gonna go, uh, like it's gonna go, like the amount of pesos that you have are gonna not go as far as the U.S. dollar will in the United States. Right. So when you come to the United States and you're gonna go shopping in, you know, in U.S. dollars, you're gonna have to com- convert those pesos into U.S. dollars. Right, but the price is still cheaper. The price on the product in U.S. dollars is cheaper here than the price in pesos over there. If you converted, if you converted the price in pesos to dollars, that becomes more expensive in Mexico than in, than here. I exactly. Think. So it has to be really friggin' expensive in Mexico, like for to a make the trip over here if that's what you're doing. You know, making the yeah, trip yeah. over here to to shop. Then, my goodness, they must really like. That shit must be a lot of pesos. Right. Um, yeah. And the crazy thing is, I, I wonder if that, like, could that be just a crazy indicator of just how how dire the inequality is, you know, in, in Mexico? Like, there's obviously some very, very, very rich families in Mexico. Yeah. But there's also some really dirt poor, like, people. Right. And at least when I was working in retail, 
and I saw Mexican nationals come in, you know, to do the shopping. I mean, they would drop like $300, you know, plus yeah. for a bunch of clothing. And, uh, they were all, um, how do I put this? They were all, they were all very, <laughs> uh, very posh. Yes. These kinds of people. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I never saw like any other type of Mexican national that, that looked like that. And that was, uh, dropping that much, that much money on, you know, clothing. Right. But man, dude, if you wanted to keep digging down this road, it, it's not going to make sense to you. It never does. No, and it doesn't even make sense to me now. Like right now, I don't even know if what I'm saying is any coherent. Like, <laughs> well, uh, I mean, yeah. So like, all right, if we, if we get out of the global uh, platform and just kind of focus on us, us, the U S our fucking money, like, I don't know, man. Like I said, the whole market, like it, it just trips me out. I, I'm just, I don't understand where the money, <laughs> where the money goes, and how we put the value on it that we do today, and and how that correlates because it it seems like we are ballooning out of control. <laughs> yeah, that's just my opinion. I mean, I don't know. And Inflated I know as fuck. That's what I'm saying. But yet we are not paying that price yet. You know, markets go up a hundred percent. Well, it's not going up a hundred percent, but. Did it? How much has it gone up in the last year? How much is the like the S and P five hundred since a year ago? Oh my god! How much like, in percentage points has that shit gone up? Oh you know, god, that's are like, we gonna look that up? Yeah, we're gonna look that up right now. <laughs> just, I mean, it's <sighs> even uh, like from the last year. Just from the last year. I mean, because the assumption is that we have all our money in there, or like a lot of us, like that's thirty seven percent up. $117. How do you make 37% return in a year in anything normal? Dude, freaking uh, Facebook just became a trillion dollar company. Oh, fuck. Is that number three now? Like, is that the third? Because it was Apple, Tesla, and now fe fucking Facebook. Tesla is still like a, a trillion dollar oh, company? Oh, absolutely. Oh, Dude, like, like what? They split from yeah, the make 50 that Make that make sense. Look. <laughs> That's the future. We, so is that what we're doing? We're just valuing the future. We've already set the price of the future today. How many of how many years of growth have we already priced into the, the, <laughs> That's the exactly Tesla? It. That is that cannot sustain itself. No. Or yeah, no. So then what do you do? Protect yourself. You can't. Oh, actually, you know what Tesla does? What? They they raise the price of their Teslas 30%. No, but Tesla's not no, they're not doing that. They could. I mean, no. They got to they, they gotta make those returns for the friggin' investors in some fashion. So the re the returns <laughs> don't happen. <laughs> they don't happen because, like... How are you going to be a trillion-dollar company and, like, your uh, quarterly earnings are, like, $500 million? <laughs> That's true. But they're not that small, are they? I mean, like, they're not getting... They're, they're... Dude, I don't know. I don't know. The idea is speculation and that... Sometime down the line, they will be the ruler of cars. <laughs> I mean, that is the price that we put on them today, right? Like, that's exactly so, what we're all betting on. Like, whoever, you know, every investor in Tesla is like, that's because I believe that's the future. But yet, why are we banking on that future speculation now? Like, and why do we do that everywhere? And where does that go? Like, we're all banking on speculation. Look at that one company that we're uh, the the battery charging Blink. Yes, they don't make fucking money at all, and they're like I don't know how many millions now. Like that, that's why they were like that 
fucking they were they were a dollar sixty three when I bought a fucking hundred shares, and that shit just fucking went up to like it's in the forties now. Like I don't know how many million you know what their market cap is right now, but they don't make very much money on their battery chargers. Like so, why? How is it that we put all this value? Oh, they make like to, what stations? Yeah, it's like battery charging stations. Yeah. So the idea is that in the future we're all gonna have electric vehicles, and we're like that is gonna be the new gas station. But how is it that we're taking, we're cashing in now on that? Like, what about later? Later, what does it mean? Like, are they <laughs> do they keep growing forever? No, they Dude, can't. You're, put, you're putting all of this into context, right? It's like scaring me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but yeah, dude, that's that's like what I've been fucking thinking about. Like, it's like, why are we making money or not? Like, you know, because I've been losing on some of my trades. But why are we, why are we allowed to make the money and reap the benefits now for something that hasn't happened yet? And how long can we do that? You know, well, like, how does why do we all accept it? I mean, because that's ultimately what we're all doing. If we collectively accept it, then it works. The but simulation, why? The simulation is broken, dude. <laughs> What the fuck is AMC at? Oh shit! What is it? Yeah, it, it ended like what at like fifty one for is the week, some oh, something fuck. like yeah, it's it was up in the fifties. Yeah, where's that company going? Theaters are opening up again. That's what's oh. up. <laughs> oh I know, right? Where is that going? Oh, but, but but okay. So that part ends up being, but it's still related. But that now now we start going into the fucking. In the, in the meme stocks and like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we 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 start literally fucking with supply and demand so that we could make these prices happen but that in itself is a demonstration of what's kind of happening overall okay just to go back on the the blink charging and tesla right yeah, so yeah, yeah. if if we've kind of already let, let's say like we've already squeezed you know that that sponge for everything that we can get in the right now and the only thing that we need to do now is to wait to see if that, that it sponge actually gets, happens. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, or if, if that sponge gets wet again or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So yes, we've already, we've already tapped out in a sense, we've already tapped out Tesla and blink. It would make sense to me that those guys, or at least that sector is really going to be pushing the United States government to get that infrastructure plan going. Right. Yeah. You know, especially if it's included the infrastructure plan, if it's included to build up some of these uh uh electric charging stations cuz that's really what that's really what the electric cars need. Okay, especially yeah, yeah. especially if uh, uh Ford, Volkswagen, what are the some uh, other uh you know, bigger brand, uh car brands, especially if they're going to make their own electric GM, cars, yeah. you know, and if they're good enough to you know, to, to, to meet Tesla, I guess. And they can keep prices low. Like, yeah, we're going to need to phase out some gas stations and start building uh, uh, electric charging ports. Right. So I would think that's the next step, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if we're banking, if we're banking on the success of Tesla or like Blink, we're banking on the success of electric vehicles. And that's going to be the norm going forward so what happens if it doesn't if it doesn't pan out or what if it's going to take a lot longer than we think and i don't even i have no idea when that would happen but well the good news is that uh, countries can go into recession the good news is that country goes into recession 
Um, it's it's good, good news. It's it's good news in a sense that we're back to reality. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, so we get a, like a little wake up call. It's b- bad news. Bad news is a lot of people are going to lose a job, and it's going to be there's not going to be a lot of growth. It's because theoretically interest rates should be high. Investment should be will not be as profitable. All right. And what happens from there? Don't know. I don't <laughs> don't know. But are we going to learn a lesson as a uh, as a country? I, I I tend to think not. A little pessimistic about like how we view the uh, how we view our own economics. More importantly, how we view our own uh, fiscal policy. You know, as a country, mm-hmm. it's it's too easy for the Fed to print money for banks that may have made bad investments. And in a natural order of things, when banks make bad investments, the bank goes under. Mm-hmm. Right now, the Fed, very loose on their cash flow. If a bank is failing in the natural order of things, it's too easy for the Fed to loan money to the bank. And why is that? Is it because we we put all of our trust in it? In, in it? In, in the banks and in, in the in the whole system, like as a collective whole, as a society. I mean, that's the that's the only thing that's holding this all together, right? Is all the trust that we put into it. Because the moment that you, the moment that every person goes and takes their money out, half of them are going to find out there is no money for them to take out. Oh, yeah, no. no. If, so if you got 100K in the bank and you go to the bank, you're like, hey, I want to pull out 100K, like... Yeah, hold on real that. quick. Yeah, let's yeah. check. Let's check. Yeah, I know. I know it's like that on paper, but let's make sure we got that. Yeah, <laughs> we, got, we, got, we got it in the back. <laughs> why? Like, so we're. Why does that hold us all together? <laughs> I know we just like we fucking went off like we're going to scare everybody, scare all the listeners. They're like, oh, no, let me go get all my money now. But, but no, don't, oh, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Leave no, the money no, no. there. It, Everybody needs to everybody needs to start thinking about about this shit. And we can blame we can blame schools all day long cuz I mean shit, I I didn't learn about I really didn't learn about economics until I took it in my undergraduate years. Yeah. And I got a degree and I still don't fucking I still don't get it like <laughs> But right. you know what? I'm at least I I'm at least I guess aware and I can at least formulate questions like about where all of this goes, especially moving forward, I can at least, I'm at least in that in the, in that in that position to where I, I can at least view it in a in a better context. Is that all we get from this though? Is just like awareness? Because what actionable thing that can you do, like in response to this? It's like all right, like if if you see all this in front of you and you know where the problems are, like like let's say that we were experts at it, which we're obviously not, but if you saw it all in front of you is there any survival action that you could do and in, in to prepare for whatever you see that's that's that would happen or do you just accept it and just because we all have over um, all these years and that is what it is like you easy know? easy question or uh easy answer is buy gold buy gold uh um how do we know that gold's gonna be the thing that we're all trading though like what if <laughs> what if what if there's just this other um, a commodity, 
I don't know. Yeah, like well, I mean, and, and gold, not- gold is used in like electronics, right? So it has like it has value outside of its pretty. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. But but still, so does I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so does copper, right? Like everybody's uh, you, yeah, just fucking in, with people's ACs and stripping their in, copper. <laughs> uh, invest in Dodge, Dodge Dogecoin. Oh Dodge God, coin. no! I don't want to open up that can of worms because I was thinking about Bitcoin too. And do not like... do that. Do not invest <laughs> in Dogecoin. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do um, it. But no. Uh, so the harder answer is to invest in your own human capital. So your own human capital. Yeah. So education, skills. Okay. Um, you know, gardening. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, just live work. your life basically and enjoy it. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe, yeah, like, may, yeah, like maybe try to understand uh, uh, the natural course of events, you know, like maybe be more in tuned with nature to a certain degree. Cause I mean, obviously, if you live in the big city, well, what can you really do? You know, um, but I mean, you can do things like, you know, just grow a vegetable or two you know maybe maybe you get to a point where you don't have to buy tomatoes from the grocery store you know you're you are already helping yourself yes. save money and you're getting you're getting tomatoes like like from that and that's something any like most people can do you can learn to work with wood you know and ah so there you go so so it is essentially Tan- like tangible physical skills that be, be a human being who can survive yeah. without money. <laughs> yeah. Um, in terms of what you can do for inflation, this is something that uh, Milton Friedman has, has said that you can t- invest in commodities, things, houses, cars, you know, it's not a great answer, but I mean, to some degree, it'll help you. At least it's tangible. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so right now I'm in the market for for a car, a new car. Yeah. Um, and come to find out, <laughs> there aren't enough. There is not a lot of new cars on the market. Yeah. Just because of whatever uh, supply chain. The chip shortage chip that's shortage. been affecting the cars the too. The chip shortage. The yeah. chip shortage. So it turns out that <laughs> the used car market's like fucking bumping right now. You know, like why do why do we why do we have a chip shortage though? Is it because of everybody trying to mine Bitcoin? Isn't that part of it? I haven't thought about that. Like, I thought, uh, yeah, because, I mean, that's the GPUs, the graphic processing units. Those are hard to find. And they're they're being marked up. Like, they get sold out. Like, NVIDIA, AMD, they're all, they're, they're limited in their supply. And I think a lot of it's going to mining. Mining for fucking not just Bitcoin or maybe Bitcoin and whatever the fuck else they're mining out there in the world, but it's just to attach it to a computer to start crunching numbers and people are buying it up like crazy. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Holy fuck. Sorry. I didn't want to open up that can of worms. Cause that becomes a, but yeah, it's now affected. How the, do we the... not have more companies like coming up saying, saying like, fuck it. I'm going to start like making these, uh, GPUs, whatever the, like yeah, whatever making, components making that checks. are, you know, in shortage right now. Ma- material shortage. I don't know all the the, the actual raw materials. Components? Yeah. Okay. That yeah. are that go into building this these chips or manufacturing these chips. All these, <laughs> all these people still locked down right now across the globe. Get back to work. Get back to work. Stop. Stop saying your computers to mine shit. Ride. Ride needs a new car. <laughs>
But so it just so happens if we have new car shortages, freaking used car market starts popping off. Shit, the car that we bought in 2018 might be worth more now. Like, yeah. My goodness. Yeah, it's crazy. So so whenever you were shopping for, were you shopping for both new and used? Yes. Are all the prices just, are they going up or are there just limited availability? There's of, limit, uh, for new cars, there's limited availability. So um, as an example, we went to a Chevrolet dealership. It's actually mm-hmm. the same Chevrolet dealership that we bought our Chevrolet Cruze, 2018 Cruze. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went, we went to that one. And so basically looking for another chill car you know something that's not too expensive and one that keeps popping up or the same two that always pop up are the chevy malibu and the chevy or the chevy malibu and the ford fusion yes the cruise and the focus are no no longer i guess they don't have any more newer lines of that that car okay anymore so now it's it's the malibu and it's the the fusion so at this chevy dealership they had three no sorry sorry they had four malibus and they were all, yeah, they had four Malibus, but one was sold. So there were three on, like, to be, I guess, bought. In the entire dealership? In the entire dealership. Wait, so what the hell else did they have? Because these are, oh, like. Oh, sorry. It's like, for, for Mal- choices of Malibu. Right, I know. So, I mean, they, they had trucks. They still right. had this, they still had their trucks. The the biggest. But these are, like, common cars. Like, you would think they'd have more inventory of that. Yes. Yes. Oh, So, so specifically for the Malibu, they mm-hmm. had three that. I could choose from and they were all the thing is they were all like the 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 top uh what would you call them the top um trim oh okay so like so you know how it goes it goes out with features and everything yeah yeah okay like you get the base you get the lt and the ls or whatever and then it goes up to you know the the special ones with the leather seats and like uh, yeah the the different rims and it may have a little more sportier look yeah um so they had they only had those the top ones. The top ones. Okay. Yeah, and those were pretty expensive. Right. Not something that I'm willing to pay for for a Chevy Malibu. You know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Are you, uh, that guy, he told me it was it was going for twenty nine. No. <laughs> what? You might as well rounded it rounded it up to thirty thousand. Right. Um. Goddamn, that's pretty expensive. That's yeah, and I'm just like. For a Malibu, <laughs> no, just just no. So th- that was disappointing. Um, for the for the other vehicles in stock, there was a lot of SUVs. Really? So that makes me wonder if anybody out there is interested in an SUV. Maybe buying new is maybe the way to go, and you could probably get yourself a deal. Especially if it is true that most uh most dealerships have an abundance of suvs mm-hmm. you may be able to you know talk your way down because they may be looking you know to offload some of that inventory interesting i wonder why they have more suvs and less cars i mean suvs typically for what like a family for families and- uh, yeah yeah that's true so what like families can't afford it right now? like that's is that what's going on it could be that i mean it, it's it's the case it, it is true that you know we're uh not having as many children you know as we were years back uh yeah. but i think it, it may be more so just like uh cars are cheaper they're i'm sure now just as safe you mm-hmm. go they go further 
uh, in terms of gas gas mileage. Right. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's probably just the cars are more popular. Huh. Yeah, but uh, we still need to we still need to check out CarMax. We'll go to a CarMax location to see uh, what what they have to offer. Yeah. See if I can uh, see if I can find something. It's either that or I just I just suck it up and bird up and man up and get a motorcycle. Oh. Well, getting a motorcycle would be good, but nah, I think you should stick with the car for now. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You know what? Um, can we do a new segment? Can we try out a new segment? All right, let's do it. What's it called, Mark? What are we doing? Binge or cringe. Binge or cringe. <laughs> All right. So yeah, my idea for for uh, for this one, just take a few notable notable events in the past week or so, and uh, just want to get you know. Get or your just, get your thoughts on uh, just uh, general things online, whatever's coming up soon, whatever like. And we want to we want to know if you're gonna binge it, or is is it cringe? Or is it just pure cringe? Just cringe, unacceptable. All right, let's do uh, let's do a, an easy first one. All right, easy first one. All right, what's uh, on the list? All right, Mark, binge or cringe, pineapple on pizza. Man. <laughs> This ain't even easy. Like, I'm not going to binge pineapple on pizza. But it's cringe. It's not total cringe. Like, I like Hawaiian pizza. Pineapple ham? Is it an unacceptable? Is pineapple on pizza not? Is it absolutely cringe? I don't think so. For you me, can put fucking anything on pizza. So why not pineapple? I, yeah, I guess. I guess. But it, for me, no, no. <laughs> absolute cringe. I'm not gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll take them off. I because I think it's because it's 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 a it's warm fruit. On, I know. On salt. I, I I get it. I get it. You you got like bread and cheese and pineapple. <laughs> like you would never eat. It's salty, garlic. Hold on, I take it back. I was gonna say you never eat a sandwich with pineapple in it, but I have fucking. I've had a burger with pineapple on it. You know that 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 sounds really good. That's not bad. No, it's good. That sound, yeah. It sounds really good. Yeah, and like. Uh, in some travel blogs, I've seen like some people that go to like Mexico and get like a, you know, a Mexican pineapple burger, and yeah, 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 they yeah. have like the the beef, like a slice of ham and the pineapple on it. It looks, it does look really good. But fucking pizza, I don't know. All right, all right. Well, for me, I'm indifferent. I'm not a cringer, but I'm not gonna binge it either. So I'm in the middle. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say cringe. All right. What's next? <sighs> okay. Just because I've been I've been binging these the past week. YouTube travel vlogs. YouTube travel vlogs. I'm going to cringe. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you said you were binging them, I'm going to cringe. Because no, fuck that. If you want to travel, you go out there and do it. You don't have to live vicariously through somebody else's experiences. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm a realist, Mark, okay? I, I work for what I have. And the last thing that I want to do is take time off of work and take time away from doing the things that I want to do just to go visit some some random country that I won't be able to speak their native language. So you're literally saying you just don't want to go visit those other countries. Yeah. <laughs> That's all yeah, you're I saying. I don't want to. Yes, you're right. I don't want to do it. Um, so if I can, you know, if I can live out an experience through somebody's, somebody else's experience that, you know, can, can get down and they have that type of, uh, I don't know, social ability. All right. Yeah. You know, hey, that's good for me. Like, so these, these, Specifically, what I was watching is a lot of travel vlogs to India. 
All right. And I think I personally think that India's a badass country because they have some wild history. They have like a wild culture and some beautiful landscapes. Yeah. And some crazy ass waterfalls there too. Really? Uh, yeah. Huh. Cool. So, but uh, it looks too dirty. Ugh. Yeah, no, it does. And I... um, just based off of some of those vlogs, like they're probably similar similar to uh, Mexico, where you've got a lot of people coming up to you and trying to, you know, get you to buy shit or, you know, like, oh, you know, yeah, co- yeah, you know yeah. come to this stall, like, hey, hey, can you know, do this, do this, do you know, like a lot of people that, what would they be called? Solicitors? Uh, sure or, or or are they like in a marketplace like an open marketplace is that where that's there's happening? those but even like even just like walking like down this like a, oh really a street yeah it, it seemed it to me like the from from what i was watching on these vlogs the you know these channels on youtube is it was just a a, uh, a continuous thing like it was just something that they always had to deal with in india specifically interesting yeah and on top of that a lot of scammers Yes. You know, so it's just like, I don't Wait, wanna... so you saw like the life or like, are you saying that generally or you saw that uh, like manifest in the video as well? I saw that manifest itself in the video. Really? Obviously. So yeah, they like... ran into like there were scams yes. stuff. Oh, yeah. Shit. And even the how they, I guess, how they presented like a particular video, it would be like, you know, avoid these scammers in India, you know, oh, like shit. Uh, avoid yeah, yeah. these types of people or look out for these types of people. And they would even on occasion voice like their uh, displeasure about, you know, dealing with this, with these things in India, because, you know, they feel like, you know, India is such a beautiful country, um, you know, stuff like, you know, these types of encounters really like don't sit well with tourists and make, they, it, and it makes an overall unpleasant experience. You know? All right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it would be better on India if, you know, they could like fix these certain things. And, uh, you know, so, so it's like that. And just seeing that, I know I would be, I just have too much anxiety like, to, to do anything. You yeah, know? I just hear like, that. So, but you still have to first have the want at all. Yeah, I, that's mean, I guess true. In, in my yeah. mind, like, cause I, you know, I see India uh, on, you know, just whatever on TV or something. But it's never been a place I w- ever wanted to visit either. So I wouldn't gain anything from living yeah, through, sure. the, through the travel vlog. So that's why I cringe. Because if, if I want to travel somewhere, it will be somewhere I want to go. And I'm going to travel there. I don't want to... Because I want to do it, I don't want to see somebody else do it and be like, oh, yes, this pleases me. I'd rather do it myself. So cringe. All right. Well, binge, <laughs> binge, binge for me because I personally don't like traveling. But I do like, I do like to see uh, other... Uh, other countries' infrastructures and their cultures, and I, I do like to see it. So I'd rather see it through somebody else's experience. All right, cool. All right, okay. Let's What's move next on. on the list? Uh, all right, a uh, controversial one. All right. So, Gwyn Berry, Olympic uh, hammer thrower, shuns the national anthem. Ooh. At the Olympic trials, like that happened like uh, sometime last week. Ugh. Oh, cringe. Cringe because of the fact that, like, why the fuck is that even a story? You know, at this point of the stage, like, yep. why are we even... It's played out. <laughs> fucking fucking cringe because we even heard about it. Like, yeah, just <laughs> let it happen and be like, oh, bullshit right there in the moment. But not noteworthy. Like, yeah, it yeah. Shouldn't, shouldn't be a thing. So fucking cringe. Uh, cringe, like, cr- cringe. The fact that she did it, I mean, whatever. I'm not even going to look into it. To each their own. 
Meh, fuck. Yeah, but you come on at this point. You come off as a brat. I don't know. Like, come on, dude. You, yeah. Like, you represent America. Like, you know, yeah, you're, especially you're, you're playing a fact. sport for the country. What? Like, are, yeah. What, what? What are you voicing there? And why are you taking that moment to share a message that I don't even know what it is? You know, at like, this point. <laughs> yeah. So I, I agree. Cringe. You just come off as a brat. Uh, let's move on. Let's find. All right, cringe. Else. Yeah. All right. Next one. Last one. Or. Uh. Yeah. Let's do the last one. All right, what's up? Inflation. No, no. <laughs> no, we just Binge went it. through. No. Binge it. Money doesn't no. matter. It's not real. Let's oh, just fucking fuck. print it. Print it. All right, I'll binge it. I'll I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll binge inflation. Let's go. <laughs> More money for everybody. <laughs> More money for everyone. Let's just fucking run the... J-Pow, run those printers. Keep it going. Just, yeah, outrun I'll, I'll the fucking <laughs> wave of... <laughs> Of inflated prices. As long as we keep we stay ahead of the game, we'll never lose. Yeah, let's binge that shit. Yeah, I'm gonna binge that shit too. All right. Um. All right, so cool. yeah, that, uh, I like that though. Binge and cringe. I want to keep that going. Or cringe. <laughs> we'll, oh, we'll, we'll have more of those. Hell yeah. All right, dude. Well, I think we're good here. Until next time, folks. All right. Uh, talk to you later. Or what? <laughs> we'll talk to you later, Ryan. And Mark Diaz, signing off. All right, signing out. Later, comrades. Okay, well then, well, shit. We'd have to... Fuck.